Hi, and welcome to the Tea with Intuitives podcast. I'm Melly, an Akashic reader, past life psychic, and channeling coach. And I'm Brittany, an esoteric healer, Akashic record reader, and authentic empowerment coach. Each episode, we answer one of your questions about spirituality, the Akashic records, energy healing, meditation, spirit guides, and the unseen world. So we invite you to grab your cup of tea while we answer today's questions. We've got two questions. First one from Pleiadan Ferry on Instagram, who wants to know, what's your favorite healing modality and why? And second question from Andrea M. Barrego on Instagram, who wants to know how to avoid energetic healing hangovers or illnesses. But before we dive into this subject, Brittany, what tea are you drinking today? Today, I am drinking the tea that I splurge on. It's a tea that I don't get often because it's very expensive. Oh. <laughs> it's called, and I think I've had it before, but it's called Moonlight Earl Grey. Um, it has vanilla, bergamot, citrus. It's just my favorite. It's really good. Mm, yummy. What are you drinking? And I am drinking a mixture it's uh it's a latte and like last like the last weeks it's just milk with a powder but it's all natural and organic and it is mint chocolate and it is like drinking an after eight chocolate same mm. thing yeah mm. <laughs> really yeah yeah, yeah. So, Brittany, I am going to give you the reins mainly to this episode because you are an energy healer. So this is really your expertise. So just going to give you the go ahead. What's your opinion about all this? Yeah, well, the question healing is a super big topic. <laughs> I mean, there's so many healing modalities and I mean, it's really huge. Um, my favorite healing modality, well, for my experience, esoteric healing is my favorite, but I have been currently working with, um, a chiropractor that specializes in neurology. So he helps brain body connection and he also helps get your nervous system back into balance. So that's been really fun and adventurous for me. It's, it's new. So that's been like a wonderful journey. Um, but yeah, I think my favorite healing modality is esoteric healing. It never ceases to fascinate me. I'm always learning more. Um, yeah. What about you? Well, it's the same. It's esoteric healing <laughs> and I discovered it thanks to you. So people, if you don't already know, Brittany is my official healer. I mainly work with her and I also like all the, um, activations that are done by the elementals so either I channel oftentimes by accident not knowing what's going to happen I just go ahead and, and channel and an elemental will show up whether it's a fairy or a spirit animal and or regular spirit guides and they just come in and they're like okay you need this you need to, to work on this chakra or you need to heal past life trauma, childhood traumas, and they kind of set me up. I'm lying down on some kind of, I don't know, bed or something, and I'm receiving healing. So sometimes it can happen this way. It can happen through dreams. But one healing modality that I love a lot that is practical, anyone can do it anytime, 
it's decluttering. <laughs> it's <laughs> extremely healing for me. I did the KonMari method. I go back to it for certain areas of my home that haven't been decluttered properly. So I didn't do the method properly. It happens. Um, and it changes so much in me. I find it very spiritual. All of the questions that we ask ourselves why we while we declutter, it's very healing. Mm, I'll have to try that. Usually yeah. when I'm decluttering, I'm just getting rid of everything. Right. Well, um, I don't know if the pictures you post on Instagram are reality, but if it's your reality, I don't think you need to declutter much. <laughs> Thanks. It is my reality. I will say that when I post pictures, if it's like around my house, that's generally what it looks like. <laughs> I think I'm thinking more of like clothing things right. that I buy emotional <laughs> impulse buying, but yeah. Oh, also the Akashic records are a healing modality. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't say it, but it's my main healing modality when I work on my own. And it's funny. I didn't mention it because it's such a part of me. <laughs> I didn't it's think so about obvious. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of healing happens within the Akashic Records, for sure. Mm -hmm. Right, right. We have a second question to this, mm -hmm. which is really interesting. Um, how to avoid healing hangovers, energetic healing hangovers, or illness? That's a really tough one. Um, if I am giving an esoteric healing session, and after the session in the wrap-up, I usually say, give what we did today, a couple, a couple of days to integrate because your energetic body vibrates at a higher frequency than your physical 3d body. So sometimes it can take a day or two to integrate the work that we've done. Have people had headaches or maybe things have come up during the session where they needed to go to the bathroom or they fell asleep. Sure. These kind of things happen when you're moving and re rearranging and shifting the energetic pattern of someone's body. It's just like I said, I love going to the chiropractor now. It's like when you go to the chiropractor, they want you to know it's okay to have things move and shift and crack and pop. Mm -hmm. And maybe you'll have a headache here and there while you're realigning and readjusting. So what I'll say is don't expect illness or hangovers, but things as they're shifting and coming into a realignment, especially energetically, you might feel physical symptoms from that. Um, a lot of times I won't go back into someone's energy until it's been a week, just because I want the first session to have time to integrate. Um, and I don't want to overdo it. If I go and have a really deep energy healing session, Sometimes that means I'm working with a past life frequency in the esoteric healing. Sometimes that means I'm working with the root cause of a symptom or an illness that someone is going through. That's a really deep session. So I'm not going to, the, within the next probably six or seven days, go back in your energy and mess things, <laughs> well, mess things up again because we've just realigned you. We've just calmed your energy. We've just brought you into this beautiful energetic flow and I don't want to overdo it I feel like if I was to overdo it too soon yeah we're moving things too fast we're moving things too much illness and hangover might occur so really try with timing and the pacing of sessions to not let that happen 
but it is it is common for people to feel things shifting physically after you've had an energetic uh, an energetic healing session yeah does that make sense (laughs) and I can completely assess this because this happened to me once in a while while um, after we have sessions together and you're calling them flare-ups so you're working on some areas of my body and right after like oh I'm not sure if I'm feeling good and a few days later it's like Oh no, it's it's really bad. It's worse because it's a detox. It's yeah. a uh, it's a form of detox, and we need to let things um, go. And that's a way of healing. And Brittany, um, you've helped me. You've supported me along the way, along the flare-ups. And people, they don't happen all the time. But what Brittany is explaining to me when she does healing on me is that. Um, we've had, I don't know how many sessions, at least eight Mm -hmm. more. And it's like layers of an onion. It's like, okay, working on this, it's good. Now we can go deeper, working on this and deeper. And sometimes like, whoop, this is, um, it's releasing so much energy that was kind of cramped into this little, I, I see it as in a little space, like this energy cannot breathe, cannot go out. There is like crystallized trauma and then poof, Brittany helps. But when it goes out, it's like, wow, it's raging. And you can feel it either emotionally, spiritually, physically. And that's why you need to give time, but also be very gentle with yourself. And um, I feel like just like a physical hangover, like when you drink too much, for example, the day after everyone says drink a lot of water. It's the same when you get an energy healing as well. Um, And when you feel like you have these hangovers, water is such a great solution. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And also mental, I think the beautiful thing about esoteric healing is that it it affects us, as Melly said, in many different ways, emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually. We're working on multidimensional layers to yourself and your story. Sometimes people say, you know, I went through and I had a few days where I was just purging mentally. So many things came up for me around self-esteem and what was blocking me. But then after this huge purge, it mirrored back to me. That's not how I identify. That's not who I identify with. Those things that were purging from me mentally just had to come out and release. And now I feel great. (laughs) Now Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a whole new me. And so the mental purging can happen emotional purging where it's like, oh, I cried during the session, or I've been really emotional a couple of days after the session, mm-hmm. really practicing self-care can, it's like the cherry on top. It's, it's when you practice self-care and you give yourself that extra love, you allow for the integration. And what Melly was saying too, is that we carry around an energetic pattern. Just like, I love this. I I think I was supposed to talk about my experience with a chiropractor. Um, When we go to a chiropractor and they show, oh, well, your spine is leaning this way or one hip is taller than the other or this vertebrae or whatever. Um, They're showing a pattern that has shaped your spine. Energetically, 
through incarnations, our aura, our chakra system, our energetic anatomy creates patterns for ourselves. And after mm-hmm. so long, because of what happened when we were two years old or a car accident, when we were seven, we started getting depleted in the areas that were injured or emotionally. My parents had a divorce when I was 14. All of a sudden, since you were 14, you've had this heart chakra depletion that you can't seem to get ahead of no matter what you do. Well, we're creating energetic patterns with the experiences that we go through and those energetic pattern, energetic patterns can get stuck and they stay that way, but Mm -hmm. we don't want it to stay that way. We want you to be full and vibrant and open and in flow. So what the energy healer does is they assess and they allow for balance where there's depletion. So there can be flow just like my chiropractor does with my, (laughs) with my spine. Right. So we create patterns that aren't necessarily the best for us that cause depletions. And then we find our way out of it. Yes. And I love how you're talking about working on your physical self in the 3d with a chiropractor, because this is what happened to me when I had my latest big spiritual awakening I also had huge problems with my neck my shoulder and my arm and I hardly was able to work because I also work as a translator proofreader I was doing that really full full time Um, I wasn't a psychic yet Um, officially professionally I wasn't psychic so it was always working with the mouse for many years and being very stressed and then I started going to see a chiropractor and a physical therapist and they ask you all these questions and they explain to you what's happening and then you are forced to think about why did it get so bad why am I so stressed why am I taking so much work upon my shoulders you know literally and and it's hurting your shoulder and now I'm just shaking and unable to use my arm that's really bad and at the same time without realizing it I started doing mentorship and, and and wanting to find out about my past lives and start learning how to be a psychic so everything came in together for me really really quickly but I find that the most potent healing that we can get is when we merge the 3D, the visible world with the spiritual, the invisible world. And then it's like supercharged healing. <laughs> supercharged healing. Yeah, it's truly holistic health for sure. It is. Okay, how to avoid. The tricky thing is I think Melly did a really good job. How to avoid, um, take care of yourself, drink lots of water. Um, I would say allow for integration, be patient. Um, So integration and then allowing, allow your body to go through what it's going to go through. Our bodies are so intelligent. Like Mm -hmm. our bodies, I truly believe are meant to last for hundreds of years. I don't think we're supposed to have as short of lifespans that we do. Our bodies have this magnificent intelligence to regenerate if given if we choose for it to, if given the space and the food and the nutrition and the, you know, the healing that it needs, I truly think that it can regenerate for years and years. Maybe we're not there yet. (laughs) I think we will be one day. I think we're supposed to have very long lifespans. Um, So yeah, allow, allow your body to heal itself through whatever it needs to go through and see it as integration and release. 
as Mally called it, detox. <laughs> yes, yes. Also, for the listeners who haven't listened to our previous podcast, do you want to mention very quickly what's an esoteric healing and what goes on during a session? Oh, sure. That's a great question. Um, esoteric healing was channeled in the 1920s by um, a reader, a psychic, a channeler. Her name is Alice Bailey. She channeled an ascended master whose name is Dewal Cool. Um, as she was channeling, she wrote all of the esoteric healing books. They're called esoteric healing. You can look them up. You can get them on Amazon. Well, what happened is um, here we are a hundred years later, and now we have an international and a national in the United States. Um, I wonder if Canada has an organization, but they have an international organization for esoteric healing. And as a trained practitioner, you learn about not only the philosophy and the journey of the soul through incarnations and how the journey of the soul can impact the energetic body, can impact the chakra system. Then we learn all that philosophy and we say, okay, how can we now support and help someone thrive through healing the energetic anatomy? Um, as we're holding these points in different triangles, we're really connected to source. So you learn how to channel source energy. And these higher vibrational frequencies, they're very specific. You can go in and learn just the vibrational frequencies that you can channel for healing. There's a lot of them, but you learn how to channel the frequency so that as you are working, whether it's distant or in person, mine are all distant. I, I probably won't ever meet you um, in person for a session because we don't have to. Uh, but yeah, you go in and you can assess the aura, you assess the energetic body, and then you channel these higher frequencies to then strengthen, release any blocks, strengthen points, and allow for flow. Wonderful. And I would like to talk briefly about um, Akashic healing as well. Brittany and I both do Akashic readings, and it's very healing. And the protocol that I work with is very simple I like to first assess the situation. So uh, it's the same thing. It's um, it's remote. We don't need to meet in person. I also do everything remote. And the person explains to me what is going on. What is the context? And while she explains it, she is saying how she feels about it. I say she's sorry. I'm thinking in French. A person in French is feminine. They. <laughs> Um, and so the person through her voice sounds or sometimes they just plainly say how they feel about the situation. And then I get in contact with their spirit guides and just explain to them the situation with how that person is feeling about it because it is so, so telling. So the spirit guides obviously already know what is going on um so yeah i connect to the person open their akashic records chat with the spirit guides about the situation and then i ask them what is the source of their blockage or their pain and oftentimes they will go into past lives i will say like 70 of the times mm -hmm. i'm getting past life that is my specialty um childhood trauma is big as well and ancestral pattern they will go there they will explain what is going on and the third and final step is getting to know what you need to heal so what can this person do at the moment what can she do 
maybe it's in the 3D or maybe it's just changing their thought patterns. Uh, you know, maybe they need healing and um, they will give a bit of healing during the reading, but they're going to ask the, that person to go see specialists. And um, there's also the aspect of our voices while we give Akashic readings. There is something through the sound of our voices that is healing. And I don't fully understand how it works mm -hmm. and I'm not really looking to dig deep into this I don't bother the spirit guides with that but I know there is healing through vibrations and it happens through the way we speak during an Akashic reading yeah and even the the recipient of the reading even them voicing out loud yes what they are having issues with or questions about or their frustrations Honestly, not that we're therapists, but sometimes the readings become almost this sacred safe space mm -hmm. for someone to just voice what is yes. what is going on internally. And even that is very healing. Yes, I have clients who have had physical and or sexual abuse, and they're just telling me that they haven't talked about it for mm -hmm. so long and that they needed that and it's helping them you know, raise their voice and and sometimes even denounce things that happen to them. So that's healing as well. Thank you for listening to the Tea with Intuitives podcast. If you have a question for us, you can send it to teawithintuitives at gmail.com or Instagram or YouTube. Your love for this podcast helps us grow and reach more like-minded souls. So don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. Have a beautiful week.